Jamie Knight with you here on a Thursday afternoon. I hope you're having a good Thursday. I just uh, hitting the refresh over on the highway hotline. It was big issues uh, last night, overnight. Some of the highways were closed uh, earlier today. Everything's reopened. Everything shows winter driving conditions for the most part, though. Highways outside of Regina Highway 11 uh, looking like it's uh, a lot more clear than it was uh, this morning and other areas improving uh, throughout the afternoon. As uh, we head into, I know it's, it'll be another busy weekend for everybody. Uh, Mid-February, all the sports, all the activities, all the events, all the things going on, uh, you'll be out and about. So check the highway hotline uh, just in case some uh, more winter weather uh, comes our way over the next 24, 48 hours. Uh, heading into Super Bowl weekend. And the San Francisco 49ers will face the Kansas City Chiefs in Las Vegas on Sunday. Usher the halftime show. And we have a former Super Bowl champion. Someone who was there in the glory days of the San Francisco 49ers with Bill Walsh and Joe Montana at quarterback. He was an offensive guard in 81. The catch when the San Francisco 49ers beat the Dallas Cowboys on their way to their first Super Bowl a championship, and then a few years later won his second Super Bowl, and then in his final game of his career, offensive lineman Randy Cross was also a broadcaster at CBS, was a part of the team that beat the Cincinnati Bengals, and at the end of that game, it was known as the drive. Joe Montana leading the 49ers down the field to win yet another Super Bowl and it was over 90 yards down the field. And we're joined by three-time Super Bowl champion, three-time Pro Bowler offensive lineman, former broadcaster Randy Cross here on the Green Zone. Randy, I need to know, is it true that Joe Montana, to ease the tension on the drive in your final game in Miami, actually got your guys' attention? Hey, is that John Candy over there? Is that true? Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Um, several years later, I was playing in a golf tournament at Silverado out in Napa and, uh, John Candy was there. Um, and he had gotten his pass from Terry e uh, Ewart, who was a, uh, producer at CBS and he was standing in that end zone on the far side. He, he was standing in the end zone where we were trying to go. And I guess that's why Joe noticed him. <laughs> well, he's looking down the field, but when you look back on the three championships, uh, for the 49ers, going back to that first one, and the development of that team. How close did that group become, and how important were the leaders to keep it going all those years to win three titles between 81 and, and 89? Uh, yeah, obviously pretty close. Um, I, I think that's a, a tribute to the culture and the organization that Bill Walsh um, built. Everything about that football team for the better part of, heck, 20 years was about the players and making things better for the players and paying the players, you know, more than a lot of other places were willing to pay people um, for a period of time before the cap kicked in. But it was, uh, I don't know, it was the ideal work environment, I thought, and, and I really didn't appreciate it completely because you get a little glimpse of it when you played in the Pro Bowl and you talk to guys in the off season you know, about what's going on with their clubs. But when I started working for CBS in 89 and started traveling the league and doing games, you know, you walk through the halls and you're in their buildings and, and you're, you're talking to the players and you're talking to the coaches and the front office people. And, you know, 
time after time, I'd leave these places and I'd go, wow, no wonder we had an edge over these guys. <laughs> it was, we, had, we had a different way of uh, doing business at that time, and I'm, I think I'm, I'm happy to see that they've kind of gotten back to that. Uh, former offensive lineman of the San Francisco 49ers, three-time Super Bowl champ, as well as three-time Pro Bowler Randy Cross with us uh, here on the Green Zone. What is your take on the current crop of 49ers under the direction of Kyle Shanahan heading into Super Bowl 58? Uh, pretty amazing group they've put together. Um, you know, the, the smartest move that um, Jed York and the York family made, you know, several years ago now was when they hired John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, and they kind of linked them together, gave them the same length contracts and whatnot, and they've re-upped those deals, I think, a time or two since then. But um, I, I think they have really built a culture. You know, Lynch has got his background with Kyle's dad, Mike in Denver and at Stanford with Bill Walsh. Um, so he really appreciates some of the basic tenets that I think that built both those great organizations. And, and this team has done that. They've done it through trades, you know, the McCaffrey trade was an absolute robbery. Um, they did a great job pulling that one off. Uh, they've done it through the draft, either high in the draft or low in the draft, like Brock Purdy. Um, they've done it in free agency. They've, they've built, you know, top to bottom, I think, the best, the best roster in the, in the league. Oh, and, and when you – I'm going to go back because they draft Joe Montana for the San Francisco 49ers, and everybody's talking about Brock Purdy being the last pick and Mr. Irrelevant. But mm-hmm. Joe, when he was drafted, he, was, he wasn't a first-rounder. He wasn't first overall. He was a third-round pick. But what did you see in Joe when he arrived – in San Francisco, uh, out of Notre Dame, highly touted out of Notre Dame, is cor- of course, uh, with the Niners to become now one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, the greatest to me. Um, I, I, I think what you saw from him was from the first practice and the first snap, um, he got that offense. That offense fit him. And, you know, Bill didn't start him right away. Bill didn't just throw him to the wolves. Um, wasn't until 80 when he started full time, but you know, I, I think it was a, the perfect sort of confluence of a, a coach, an offense and a quarterback, um, that's happened, you know, in, in, in at least the last 30, 40 years of NFL history. Um, and it's perhaps started again with that Mr. Irrelevant pick and, and watching, looking at the combination between, you know, the way Cal Shanahan and, and Brock Purdy seem to kind of share a brain on the field, much like, you know, you, saw, you see Andy Reid and, and uh, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Montana and Bill Walsh. It's, it's one of those things, if you're going to have a truly great team, you can't do it without that sort of relationship. Well, Randy, when you look at Brock Purdy, how much do you think he's even grown up over the last three weeks with back-to-back comeback victories as the quarterback of the 49ers when a lot of the narrative going in is, okay, get up on the 49ers and they won't be able to catch you? Yeah, I mean, that's that's statistics. You know, you, you see that stat, and what was it, like 35 and, or 0-35 and or something? Uh, going into the fourth quarter, trailing by X number of points, and 
that's something for TV to run on their crawl or run on their graphic. Uh, it's not something a team, I think, really spends much time thinking about. But until you do that, until you do what they did against Green Bay and you do what they did against Detroit, um, it's, it's kind of speculation. You, you think the team can be good. But when you get down like that, that is such a huge chip to have in your back pocket if you're playing. Because, you know, I can remember innumerable times playing where you looked at the scoreboard and you went, damn, we're down 17 points. There's 10 minutes left. No problem. We're going to get the ball back two or three more times. Heck, the defense might score, but we'll beat these guys. We'll score 21 points. And dang if we didn't. It, it just it becomes such a key to your confidence being able to know you do that. And, you know, come late in this game, if it's necessary, they may be able to do the same thing. Randy Cross with us here on the Green Zone, getting set for Super Bowl 58, three-time Super Bowl champion with the San Francisco 49ers. And you talked about Joe, in your opinion, former teammate, greatest of all time. What do you think of Patrick Mahomes? I think it's a lot. Everybody's talking about goat, goat, goat. I mean, he's 28. Can we wait till he's 35 before he joins the conversation of greatest of all time? But where do you see him launching himself if they do win a third Super Bowl in five years? Yeah, the, the media in the sports world is, you know, whatever classic car or sports car you want to talk about, um, you know, zero to, zero to 103.2 seconds with no freaking breaks. Um, they, they just, they can't help themselves. You, 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 you gotta be, you gotta jump out there and say something that maybe nobody else has been outrageous enough to say. Um, Saying something like that about Patrick Mahomes is so asinine, I can't even begin to tell you. Um, it just, sometimes it's a little early. I think you just got to wait. Tom Brady didn't hear that kind of talk until well into his career. He was in his 30s before he won enough Super Bowls for people to start uh, talking about that. Patrick Mahomes is a really, really talented kid. He's a great quarterback. He can throw from any angle and any platform he has to throw from. Um, he's lucky enough to have a coach that really appreciates his talents and is able to take advantage of his talent. I, I think the guy's the guy's amazing. He really is. He's very, very good, and he's well on his way to a you know a Hall of Fame type career. But you know we'll we'll see um, if he gets to eight or nine Super Bowls like Brady did, or you know he already can't match the numbers that Joe had or Joe, you know, was 4-0 and and never threw a pick. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how he works out the rest of his career. I think there's plenty of time left to, to crown him a GOAT. That is Randy Cross, former San Francisco 49er offensive lineman, a part of three of those championship teams in the 80s. That was, that was a refreshing answer on Patrick Mahomes. Like, I'm seeing it. I'm saying, GOAT? Really? He's won two. Brady won seven. He's cuts. What are we even doing? Like Drew and I had the debate on which 28-year-old quarterback right at their prime would you take, Mahomes or Brady, without knowing what Brady did. And I was firmly in the Mahomes camp. But to call him and label him better than Montana, better than Brady, better than Peyton Manning, Let's let's get to three first. Peyton got two. Let, can he get to the third one? He hasn't won that one yet. 
Many people are predicting him to win that one. He's only 28 years old. I foresee a lot more runs for the Kansas City Chiefs coming. I don't think we're going to see a decade where they don't win another one. But, yeah, he's a very good quarterback. The best right now of his time. But he's nowhere close to being crowned the GOAT yet. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Bobby Brooks, let me do what I please. Oh, yeah. Life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone. Jamie and I with you here on the Green Zone on this uh, Thursday evening. Producer Scott has the menu items or the menus up at uh, at Green Zone SK to vote on for the Super Bowl party platter draft. So you're not going to see the names of those who picked. All right. If you're listening, you'll you'll know on who picked ice as a healthy option for the Super Bowl party. Uh, But you can see all four parties, and you pick which one you would go to just based on the menu of each party. You can go at Green Zone SK on X, or as it used to be known, Twitter. uh, Find that, as well as at Green Zone SK on Instagram. Time now for the Green Zone One Minute Drill, the latest in sports. NHL action tonight. The Vancouver Canucks, Boston Bruins, the green zone game of the night. The two top teams in the league squaring off in Boston. The Calgary Flames, who just beat the Bruins the other night, continue their road trip. They're up against the New Jersey Devils. And the Winnipeg Jets against the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. The Jets have dropped four straight and are now three back of the Stars and the Avalanche in the Central Division. More news from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders today. As Justin Dunk reporting, Malik Carney has agreed to terms with the Rough Riders. He's a defensive end out of the Hamilton Tiger Cats as the negotiating window continues. And a reminder, next Tuesday is the CFL Free Agent Frenzy. It begins at 11 a.m. Myself, Britton Gray, we will have you covered on our social media accounts on Tuesday of next week, as well, of course, on the Green Zone beginning at 2 o'clock. Coming up next, with our Super Bowl party platter draft, we actually have a guest judge to decide and maybe swing your vote on which party he would go to. Our food and football expert, Belton Johnson, coming up on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. I'm Jamie Nye on this Thursday afternoon. Hope you're enjoying your Thursday. For Super Bowl 58 coming up on Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas. And the anthem, uh, Reba McIntyre, halftime show, Usher, maybe special guest. We'll see. And there's... 
so much that goes around Super Bowl. Of course, the prop bets, the halftime show, the anthem, the pregame show, the game itself, but also the commercials. But then there's the food. And the best Super Bowl party food. You voted on this a few years ago. We did a whole bracket on the best uh, foot, the uh, best food for a Super Bowl party. And you voted. It was chicken wings. It beat out pizza in the final. But today, earlier, myself, Drew Romenda, Britton Gray, and producer Scott did a draft on the Super Bowl party spread. You can check out the menu items or each menu of each Super Bowl party. Now, we left it anonymous on social media. It's just A, B, C, or D. And you choose based on the menu. Just so you're not choosing based on the host. Because I still want to win. And I don't know if that would hurt me or not. But we do have a special guest judge. Someone who knows his football. And definitely someone who knows his food. And that is our very own Belton Johnson. Belton, how's your Thursday going today? Hey, Jamie, I ain't got no complaints. We're almost Super Bowl time, buddy. Yes, it is. Uh, did did you finalize your menu item to, to your buddy's place? Is it going to be the jerk uh, smoked wings that you were talking about on Monday? It, it's going to be the smoked jerk wings with a bit of barbecue sauce, right? Like it, So that's going to be one thing. And then, um, you know, I was uh, joking with some of my colleagues, uh, Lee, yesterday, like, hey, where can I, you know, where's the deal on some wings or something, man? So I found a deal on some chicken wings, and I found a deal on some ribs, Jamie. So I'm doing some smoked ribs as well, man. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There we go. See, that is one thing that is not on any of the items uh, that we picked was ribs. Oh, man. Um, So let's go through the menu items real quick. Our guest judge is Belton Johnson. Party number A, or party A, uh, I guess it's not numbers. They are letters. <sighs> See, there is an issue with our education system. But, uh, Belton, we got party A. The wings are teriyaki. The pizza's pepperoni and bacon. The chips are Old Dutch Ridgie's all-dressed chips. Uh, you have sacks of double cheeseburgers, Mr. Pretzel Pretzels, and uh, for the healthy option, ice. Um <laughs> initial impression on that Super Bowl party. The initial impression is, eh. <laughs> 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 but I, hey, hey, I like the sack of double cheeseburgers. I'm a double cheeseburger guy. <laughs> okay, party B. Uh, We go, wings are the smoked honey garlic wings, pizza, meat lovers, chips, sweet chili heat Doritos, open category, smoked burnt ends, and Taylor Swift-inspired cupcakes with the healthy option being a veggie tray. Belton Johnson's initial impression on Party B. The initial initial impression, James, is like, you know, we're building up steam, building up steam, then I get to the cupcakes there, I'm like, what? (laughs) for me but it's still up there jay it's still up there <laughs> okay the party labeled c with our guest judge belton johnson we got the wings being baked salt and pepper pizza pepperoni chips ripple open categories are wagyu beef meatballs in a hagen dazs sunday buffet and the healthy option is pf chang's chicken lettuce wraps 
Belton, what are your impressions? The impression, James, is it's it's pretty strong, and it got stronger as we got to that uh, that Hagen Doss uh, Sunday buffet. And I'm a huge PF Chang uh, fan, and I, I enjoy the heck out of those lettuce wraps, man. Okay. So right now, right now, are you going to C? Let's say that's what it sounds like right now. We we'll go to D next, but out of the first three, it sounds like C's your favorite. I'm gonna say B, Jamie. No B. Okay. Okay. Uh, what was it? was it? The smoked burnt ends or the Taylor Swift cupcakes that had uh, Belton Johnson uh, ready to go on those um, ones? You know, like I said, it started strong there. Smoke, honey, garlic. Chicken okay. wings, I believe, and you know I am a meat lovers fan, and I, my favorite I love Doritos, man, and yes, the burnt ends, but again, it just kind of uh, Taylor Swift cupcakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the final party platter starts off with the buffalo chicken wings, Canadian pizza, barbecue chips, smoked brisket sliders, loaded nachos. And the healthy is the shrimp tray. Belton, does that interest you more? Before you make your final decision, what did you think of the menu of D? That's that's a that's a stout menu there, Jamie. I you know I like my spice. I like buffalo chicken wings. I you know Canadian pizza. Love that. I love barbecue chips. I think what really uh, put it over the edge, though, Jamie, is the loaded nachos. Holy cow. So, Belton Johnson, guest judge here on the Green Zone, who are you voting for uh, for the best Super Bowl party platter? Man, I want to go with B, Jamie. I really do. But again, it just, you get to the Taylor Swift <laughs> cupcake part and just drop your nut there. I'm going to have to go with D, just because, like, the loaded nachos and the healthy option, the shrimp tray. Man, I can eat shrimp all day long, man. Belton Johnson is going with D. Would you like to now disclose uh, which menu items which of the uh, the uh, four panelists, Belton? On uh, let, let's Which one did you like the least out of that one? The least, <laughs> at least was the first one there, Jake. The... Uh, uh, the, ice. <laughs> the ice is the healthy option, Mr. Pretzel Pretzels, Pepper. That is producer Scott, so uh, producer oh, Scott, God. sorry, buddy. <laughs> and oh, then man. number three is, that was C? Was that, even though they had the Hagen dazs Sunday Buffet and the Wagyu Beef Meatballs, the C was the third one on, of your menu items? It, yes, that would have been the third one. Even though like, it's got everything I like there, just, I don't... <laughs> The Hagen dogs really had me. <laughs> well, that was Drew Remenda's um, uh, menu item. So now it's me or Britain. Oh wow! Which one is which? Then? Which one is which? I want to. I want to. I'm going to have you guess here. Which? Who do you think you chose as the winner on whose house you would be attending between Britain and I, uh, based on our menu items? Jamie, I see you more as the. I'm, <laughs> I think you would have said the Taylor Swift cupcakes, man. <laughs> See, Belton, I'm not surprised you said that. I'm not surprised you said that.
based on uh, the conversations over the last few weeks here in the Green Zone. <laughs> but I will have you know, Belton Johnson, it was Britton Gray who put the Taylor Swift theme cupcakes. You chose me. I'm your host, buddy, with the smoked brisket sliders, the loaded nachos, the buffalo oh, wings. You're heading to the knives for a Super Bowl party. <laughs> Britain, how dare you, man? <laughs> oh, man. All right, uh, Belton, before I let you go, uh, I think you were siding with the Kansas City Chiefs earlier in the week for the Super Bowl winner. Mm-hmm. Are you staying that way, or have you changed your opinion? I'm, I'm still that way, Jamie. Nothing has persuaded me to go with the 49ers. I, although, like I told you, I think it's going to be a close game. If the 49ers were to win, it would not surprise me either. Okay, and final one. We talked to you on Monday. That was when they had Jermarcus Hardrick. Since that time, the Riders have agreed to terms with Jameer Thurman. They've agreed to t- terms with Adam O'Claire, A.J. Olette, and today defensive end Malik. Uh, sorry, I lost it all of Malik Carney of the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats. What do you wow. think? Since Monday on the moves, Jeremy O'Day is making in free agency. Hey, I'm ready to spend some money at that stadium, Jamie. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Winning them back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Winning them back. Uh, Belton, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. And, of course, enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. We'll have a recap on Monday. Sounds good. Have a good one. There. And I'll send over a dozen Taylor Swift cupcakes for you as <laughs> soon as the show ends. Uh, that is uh, Belton Johnson, our guest judge. I do I just declare myself the winner now after Belton Johnson has picked my menu item? Like he's the expert, really, on the menu items when it comes to the Super Bowl party platter. So I don't know. I think gives me a little bit of an edge. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five is the fan line. And, yeah, the news today in Ryderville, Malik Carney, defensive end, former Hamilton Tiger Cat, and seven sacks two years ago, five sacks last year. They were moving him all over the place. He is an athlete, ladies and gentlemen. May not be a superstar name around the Canadian Football League, but, oh, boy, and all the players that the Riders have agreed to terms with, there's not a lot not to like with what they have done. Uh, so far, and we'll see next Tuesday, CFL free agent coverage. It begins 11 a.m. is free agency on Tuesday. We'll have you covered, of course, online, on our social media platforms. A uh, reminder, go like and follow the Jamie and I, the Sports Guy page. It's f- facebook.com slash the Sports Guy is where you can find that and uh, get some of our social media content there as well leading into CFL free agency next Tuesday. Champs and Chumps next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. You two are winners, big winners. I think you're shagadelic, baby. You're switched on, you're smashing. You tried your best, and you failed miserably. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. You're an idiot. Ah, You're a bad person.
Each and every day we do uh, champs and uh, chumps uh, here on the Green Zone, but I'm going to move aside of the uh, chumps uh, for today uh, because uh, later tonight um, they will be handing out the Walter Payton Man of the Year in the National Football League. And, of course, it goes to one player in the National Football League, but every team has a nominee across the NFL. And to all 32 nominees on the many, 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 many charitable organizations that the likes of Demarcus Lawrence, Devondre Campbell, Patrick Mahomes is nominated, Saquon Barkley, Eric Armstead, Max Crosby of the Raiders, Bobby Wagner of the Seahawks, Terry McLaurin of the Washington Commanders, Jeffrey Simmons of the Tennessee Titans, Lane Johnson of the Philadelphia Eagles, and on and on and on and on it goes. All the charity work uh, these men do in their communities each and every year is why they are nominees uh, for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Last year it was Dak Prescott. Uh, That was the winner, and tonight they'll announce who it is. And you'll actually see the Man of the Year emblem on their jerseys moving forward after the win. But uh, recognizing all 32 nominees today as the champs on the green zone, I wanted to shout out as many as I could in the time I had, including New Orleans Saints, Tyron Matthew, Patriots Jonathan Jones, Derwin James of the L.A. Chargers, uh, Cooper Cup of the L.A. Rams, Uh, among those tonight. And, of course, it's the NFL Awards Night in Las Vegas as uh, they will honor the greats. And then it digs into the weekend. Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Tomorrow on the Green Zone, we're going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl party. We'll declare the winner on the Super Bowl party platter draft. Belton Johnson picked me. Britain. Buddy, you had him. Belton said he was going to go with B, but he was too thrown off by the Taylor Swift-inspired cupcakes. I got him with loaded nachos. You can vote at Green Zone SK. Time now for the Green Zone one-minute drill, the latest in sports. A couple of games in the NHL tonight. The Vancouver Canucks and the Boston Bruins is the Green Zone game of the night. They are the top two teams in the league. Best in the West, best in the East. That game in Boston getting going in a couple of minutes here. The Calgary Flames have a bit of a win streak going as they take on the New Jersey Devils. They're coming off that 4-1 win over Boston as the Winnipeg Jets try to end a four-game losing streak as they take on the Philadelphia Flyers Uh, tonight. Mikhail Sergachev broke his tibia and fibia last night for the Tampa Bay Lightning in that loss to the New York Rangers. He had successful surgery, but the Lightning say there is no clear determination on how long it will take for him to get back on the ice. And more Rough Rider news today. Justin Dunk at Three Down Nation reporting that the Rough Riders and defensive end Malik Carney have agreed to a contract, of course, CFL free agency. 11 a.m. on a Tuesday We'll have you up today. Join us tomorrow for a little bit of a Super Bowl party. Justin Dunk will be on with the latest in the CFL. And one of my favorite NFL guests we have a lot on it during the year, 
legendary Hall of Fame writer for the Associated Press, Barry Wilner's Super Bowl preview, right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.